0: stepping into true riches in this message pastor encourages to de-link your life from your past and step forward into the true riches god has kept for you this message teaches about wisdom that is locating god's way of doing things to step into true riches praise god let's open our bibles tonight to two scriptures One is the scripture in Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16 and verse 11.
1: If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches?
0: Amen. I want you to underline that word true riches. True riches. Now, one more scripture, 1 Kings chapter 4, 29 to 31. 1 Kings chapter 4, 29 to 31. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much, and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country, and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He was wiser than all men, than Ethan, the Ezraite and Haman and Chalcol and Darda, the sons of Mahol, and his fame was in all nations around about. And he spoke 3000 proverbs. And his songs were a thousand and five. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I want to title the word Stepping Into True Riches. Can you say that with me? Stepping into True Riches.
1: Stepping into True Riches.
0: Some of you you have to dealing your past, you know. Sometimes the greatest enemy of our soul is not the devil or the enemies. But the very past of our own life that haunts us, regrets, guilt, failure feelings, whatever. And most people are imprisoned by their past and they can never step forward. But unless you learn to deal in your past, God gave you eyes in the front, not in the back. Don't keep looking back. Your legs, the way that your body is positioned is to go forward. Your best days are still ahead of you. You can never step out and go forward if your eyes are always looking back. If your mind is always looking back. So sometime, somewhere in your your life, at some point, you have to come to a place where you say, I delink my life from my past and I'm stepping forward to all that God has got for me. And I'm stepping into the true riches that I have in Jesus Christ. If you are somebody who wants to step into your true riches, lift your hands and say, yes, Lord, I want to step in. amen Amen. praise the lord stepping into the true riches you know there is most people are imprisoned i do not know why i I keep repeating that imprisoned by their past by the yesterdays when tomorrows and the blessings of tomorrows are waiting you there was this person albert noble the noble Peace, prize named after Albert Noble, is Noble, Alfred Noble, Alfred Noble, you know Alfred Noble is the one who found, I mean, who discovered the dynamite, so one day he read in the newspaper, in the obituary column, when he was alive, the, the, the newspaper people made a mistake, his brother had died and instead of his brother's name, his name was written and underneath was written. Merch, merchant of death has died because he had discovered the dynamite. And When he read that, he said, I don't want people to know me that way. So from that moment onwards, he, dis, he said, I'm only going to do things that will profit human, humankind, that will bless others, that will bring about peace. So I'm dealing delinking my past and he began to do good things and later on the Nobel Peace Prize is named after him see it doesn't matter how late in life you are and what all you have done maybe you have had your share of dynamites (laughs) and you have used that to destroy others but let. That kind of past be broken away from your life in the name of Jesus. For everyone who is in Jesus Christ is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Step forward into the true riches that you have in Jesus Christ. Amen. You know Solomon was the richest man. It is said that his riches would have been about 3 trillion dollars in today's... 3 trillion dollars! In today's... uh, What do you say? Estimates. 3 trillion dollars. But he was richest because he was also the wisest. So write down in your notebook, stupid people don't make money. (laughs) Stupid people don't make money. You you need mental content. Wisdom are the wisest are the richest. And what is wisdom? It is locating God's way of doing things. Can you say that with me? Wisdom is locating God's way of of doing things. It is expressing God's Mentality in your human capacity, God's mentality, that is wisdom. And for you to enjoy riches, even material riches, I'm not speaking about true riches. True riches are not material riches. When you study the scriptures, the true riches are Galatians, I mean, uh, ephesians 2 7. the true riches of his grace so god's grace is true riches lift your head and say i thank you for grace true riches of god amen romans 11 33 speaking about true riches speaks about wisdom and the knowledge of god i mean the greatest You know, if money is your only source of seeing whether you are rich, then you are the poorest person. Because somebody who is truly rich has got knowledge of God. Knows his heart. Hears from him. Walks with him. He walks with me. He talks with me. You know that song? Jesus Christ. I mean, you, true riches is being in christ is experiencing the grace of god having the knowledge and the wisdom of god and tonight the holy spirit is empowering somebody to step into true riches to step into the wisdom of god your understanding of the lord his magnitude of his love his grace Whoa, from this day forward is going to be something that it will be sweet. them something that will be the most powerful, something that will turn your life around. The true riches of God. Eternal life is true riches. Having life eternal. Knowing that you have Christ in you, the hope of glory. That if you should die today, you are in the presence of the Lord, that very moment. Before your body would drop to the earth, your spirit has gone up to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. But even, it is God's blessings definitely, not true riches, God's blessings to be rich materially and solomon was rich because he was wise and wisdom always comes Proverbs 13:20 it says there walk with the wise and you will be wise 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 so it is relational show me five people that you relate with and I will show you your level of wisdom your five friends and your level of wisdom will be understood by the five friends that you have who gives you input who'd you take advice from Who would you take counsel from who do you learn from James 1 and verse 5 says ask the lord for wisdom and he will give it to you liberally so prayer prayer is a way of tapping in to god's wisdom to knowing the mind of christ god's wisdom in a particular situation and then you get wisdom from scriptures Now, what are the benefits of this wisdom because wise people are rich people amen You know, Wisdom is that which helps you to resolve disputes. Say that with me. Wisdom helps you to?
1: Wisdom helps
0: you to resolve resolve disputes. disputes. Some people have enemies everywhere, in the office, in the school, in the neighborhood, in the home. The problem is not them, the problem is you. stupid. Wisdom is the strength to resolve a conflict. Wisdom is needed to resolve conflicts. Now Solomon had peace all around. David was a man of wars, but Solomon had tremendous peace, no conflicts. There are people with marriage conflicts. Married for 20 years, 30 years. Conflicts all the time. A wise woman builds a home. Proverbs 14 verse 1. But the foolish one tears it down. Wisdom is needed to build your home. If there are quarrels and contentions and who is right, am I right? You are right. If everybody wants to avoid you, Many of the trouble that you are in is because you are not wise. Lift your hand and say, Lord, give me wisdom. Godly Divine, wisdom. holy, godly wisdom. godly
1: wisdom.
0: Wisdom that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. The
1: Lord Jesus
0: Christ. Amen. Amen. See, wisdom helps you to live a war free life. Solomon did not have a battle or a war in his lifetime. As a matter of everybody liked him, I realized one thing, you, you need wisdom for everybody to like you. Money goes to where there is peace. Money will come to people who have peace. There are, there are families that I've prayed for who have never enjoyed financial breakthroughs. And sometimes you try to see, Lord, what is, what is causing that? many a time is just no peace at home debts keep increasing outwardly there is nothing wrong but there is no peace because i realized one thing from solomon's wisdom that money will come in where there is peace look at countries like iran iraq conflicts no money money likes a good atmosphere just like your wife You are quarreling with your wife. Money runs away. Money runs away. Whether there is civil unrest, economy is affected. Look at Afghanistan. Civil unrest, economy is affected. Same way in families, in homes. Whether there is peace, Money comes money hates chaos So sometimes you're looking for hard work please work hard you're looking for favor god will bless you with favor but all that begins to manifest forth when you are at peace peace with god and peace with people around you and you have peace with god through the sacrifice of jesus christ on calvary poverty always lives in chaotic atmosphere You want to be monetarily blessed? Be at peace. There are things that you're not happy about. There are issues in life. Let it go. Because where peace reigns, money comes in. Whether it be in the home, whether it be in business, you have disputes, family issues, legal issues, the flow of money is affected. The word for money is currency. There is a current. There is a flow. The flow of money is affected. Tonight, I pray that some of you will recognize this as a word from God and will get at peace, I mean be at peace with the Lord and in your homes and in your businesses. There are people who something triggers them off. They're looking for issues to fight. You didn't off the light. I told you to offer the light. Quarrel starts at home. The chai was not good enough. You didn't smile at me, you didn't do that, this. Looking for see, the devil allows you or triggers to bring in chaos. There are people who will, you know, maybe your children want you to, you know, take you, I mean take them out, your wife wants you to take them out, you know, go for a ride and then you're sitting in the car. The the Holy Spirit convicted me today, you know, you're sitting like the car, like no smiling, you're just like a criminal, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Some people at home are like, not like the Lion of Judah, like the Lion of whatever your family name is. Sometimes you need you know you've seen this board don't go there danger <laughs> some people's rooms are like that danger don't go there don't go in Here it's about to explode and you're fasting and praying for miracles for breakthroughs for finances to flow through it doesn't come that way It doesn't come that way. It doesn't come that way. Tonight, lift up your homes to Jesus. Lift up your relationships, your business to Jesus. And speak the word Shalom, the peace of God over it, over your relationships. Let every strife, every quarreling, every meddling, everything that is negative uh, Everyone that is looking for issues to raise up and to disrupt the peace at home uh, May it be resolved by the grace of God tomorrow day. Solomon understood something, wisdom helps you to get quality relationships Look at the people that Solomon hangs around with. Queen Sheba. Royalty. King Lemuel. Proverbs 31. A friend of Solomon. Proverbs 31. Today is my wife's birthday. The virtuous woman who can find. Well, I found that. And the list of all it is about that woman is mentioned and sometimes women get very put off saying only a man can write it but when you look at Proverbs 31 King Lemuel wrote it by what his mother said can you imagine that? he didn't sit up and it was not you know a man trying to be putting a woman down Okay, how can I make her life miserable Okay, let me write all this No, no, it was King Lemuel's mother who said to her, said to him, and he spoke it out, but was a friend of Solomon. Lift your hands and say, Lord, give me godly friends. Give me royal friends. Amen. As a matter of fact, I want you to write the names of your friends. Take a piece of paper and pen and say, okay, who do I get inputs from? You write who are the authors, the books that I read, the messages that I listen to. And then you will know where you're going. Because that's your future. Queen Sheba came all the way from Ethiopia. You will attract your class of people. Are you with me? you will always attract your class of people there are people friends in your life who had to your life and who subtract from your life there are many people with which you cannot relate with because your mindsets are different your mentality is different their approach to life is different your approach to life is different Royal friends. Godly friends. People of wisdom to come into your life. To be attracted to your life. See wisdom is creative. There are many people who wish for money. But wishing for money doesn't bring money. You're going to create something. Look at Proverbs 8:12. The King James worship, please. Proverbs 8:12. I wisdom dwell
1: with prudence.
0: I wisdom dwell with prudence
1: and find out knowledge.
0: And find out knowledge of, of witty
1: inventions.
0: Inventions. And people who invent something they are people of value. Money moves in the direction of value. If you want money, tell me what... You have to create value. Just being idle doesn't bring in money. You have to create value. Something that you studied in school. School? No, college. Both, in school and in college. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Abraham Maslow's theory of motivation. Level 1. Psychological needs as basic needs. Yeah. Water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing. So in Matthew 6, Jesus said, Look at that scripture. 31. Matthew 6, 31. Look at that.
1: Therefore, Therefore take, take no thought saying mm. what shall we eat mm. or what shall we drink?
0: What shall we eat? That is restaurant right there want to start a business? Do that. Because people will always look for that.
1: What shall we drink?
0: What shall we drink? Don't start a pub, please. Okay. <laughs> start a coffee shop. Okay. Or
1: withal shall we be clothed?
0: Yes, cloth- clothing. You'll need that. These are things with the Gentiles look for. But your heavenly father knows you have need of that. So how do you create value? I mean, do something which has got value. I mean, gentles are looking for this. Where can we eat? What can we eat? Where can we go? You want money to come in? What can we wear? You will never run out. Or oh, business. You go in those lines. Look at Tina. Rachel's Orchard. Jews. It'll keep growing. Why? They tapped into Matthew 631. <laughs> People are looking for what to drink. This part of the me- message is sponsored by Rachel's Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, so Solomon was super creative. 1 Kings 4.32. Look at that. So, create value. 1 Kings 4.32. And he spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs were 1,005. See, he created songs. They're singing somebody else's songs. <laughs> he was so wise, he could write songs. Write proverbs. We write or we sing somebody else's song. Lockdown down, started now one and a half years. At least have a song of your own. There are so many in the church who are bringing out songs of their own. World is full of competition. You want to be blessed, you want to be the head and not the tail. Be creative, ask God for wisdom. New songs. Receive proverbs, ideas. Lift your and say, creative ideas.
1: Creative ideas.
0: The Holy Spirit spoke to me just before I came in and said, see, what is an idea? It's a conception of what should be. Or a direction of how it should be. Get the idea. You know that? Yeah. What is idea? It's the result of a concern. So when you have a concern, about your children's future about your life and a need or whatever a conception of how should what should be you pray you ask god and god ask god for wisdom and he gives you an idea it's an invisible solution to a visible problem there are different kinds of ideas there are solution driven ideas there are ideas like inventing things. That's what Solomon spoke in Proverbs 8. Inventing things. Then there are value driven ideas. Value driven. That's what we are speaking about. Value driven ideas. What do, what, what do I mean by that? That's an improvement on the inventions. Somebody's invented something, but you're improving on that, you're adding more value to it when there is prosperity-driven ideas. You derive profit from what? You know, what others have created. Sometimes it's just distributing a product. And for that you need actually, for all these ideas, you need a mental process. That's where wisdom comes in. You need a spiritual process. That's where prayer comes in. So just don't sit there and say, Lord, I just need, I just wish I had a lot of money, pray, ask God, don't just say, I'm just a housewife. Improve the value of that which already exists. Create a need for something or create something that doesn't exist fashion food people speak about okay this is the fashion somebody created it and you're just going out and buying what somebody else created you make your own fashion Ooh. Yes, in the name of the creative ideas let there be creative ideas let there be wisdom to improve the value in your life quality of your life change Praise the Lord. Amen. See, nobody can determine the level of wealth that you should have. Only you determine it. Brian Acton, heard that name? I do not know whether that's how you pronounce it. B-R-J-A-N-A-C-T-O-N. How many of you have got WhatsApp on your phone? Lift your hand and show. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, he created it. There was a co-founder with him. He created it. He went to the Facebook and asked them whether they would, uh, in 2009, whether they would have it. They put him out but this thing grew everybody began to use it and then later on Facebook came to them and bought it from him for nineteen million dollars and all that you have time now is just check WhatsApp hello wake up (laughs) this man What Facebook told this man when he came with that idea to join Facebook was, you are too old. You are too old. We are only looking for youngsters. But this too old a guy made something and later on Facebook came and bought it from him. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I do not know why, but I sense... There is a powerful grace and wisdom from God that is flowing into the lives of some of you. Just not spiritual riches alone, wisdom from God, even for creative ideas to sustain your generations hallelujah, rubal to make an impact. Amen. Don't ever blame people for your lack of success. You have to see what is your value. What do I contribute? What do I contribute? There are people who have come to me and said, Pastor, can we just come and put chairs in the meeting, church, hall? We want to contribute something. Or clean the toilet. This dignity of labor, you know. For us, we won't do any labor jobs here in Kerala. We'll go to the Gulf. Gulf. (laughs) You have to create value. Lift your hand and say, I have to create value. I have to create value. Amen. Amen. We have to sit down and think. Pray. How can I do something? Sometimes you need to use your brain and give God a rest. (laughs) God has already given you a brain. Lift your hand and say, anybody here? It's one load without sense. It's a load for the neck. Use this. Anybody here? Say wisdom of God. Activate. Let your brain cells be activated. Memory loss. People who have said you're stupid and foolish and you will amount for nothing. Let that lie of the enemy break away from your mind. May your minds be free. Look at Solomon. He was a beneficiary of a covenant. Solomon, that's the second point. Solomon engaged in a covenant, in the covenant of his father. His father operated in a covenant with God, David. God saw the sincerity of David's heart. David said in 2 Samuel 7 verse 1 and verse 2, he said, how can I dwell in a palace? When God's house lay in ruins, I want to build him a home. God saw the sincerity. I've realized that your covenant with God will make a generational impact. Mm -hmm. Your children will be blessed because you walked close to God. Covenant is a higher walk. A walk with God. A higher walk. Just not tuning in to a Friday or a Sunday meeting, but a relationship with the Lord on a daily basis, commitment. What is covenant? It is your the quality and the quantity of your walk with God. What are the meanings? Quality. Quality and quantity. Some people just namesake believers they don't even have faith no quality God can preserve your children and your children's children and bless your generations because of your quality of walk with God Genesis 26 24 Isaac was blessed because Abraham had a covenant with God. Genesis 30 verse 24. Laban says, I've been blessed ever since you came here. To Jacob. Be careful of how you live and what you do because it is either making a covenant or breaking a covenant. I repeat that. Be careful of how you live and what you do because you're either breaking a covenant or making a covenant. The covenant, Genesis 17, 2, is for mutual benefit. It's not a promise. Your service, your loyalty, your commitment builds you up. Your obedience to God builds you up towards a strong covenant relationship with God. I want to lift your hand and make this prayer. Lord, let not my errors of today, Lord, errors of today or yesterday, or yesterday
1: become,
0: a become a pain for the children of for the for my children tomorrow. For my children tomorrow. Father, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let not the errors of my yesterday or today become the pain for my children tomorrow in Jesus name that is broken away from your life in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and give a shout to Jesus. Oh, lift your voice and make a joyful sound unto Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the third point, and we close with that, Ecclesiastes 1, 2. Ecclesiastes 1, 2.
1: Vanity of vanities.
0: Vanities of vanity.
1: Says the preacher, mm-hmm. vanity of vanities, mm-hmm. all is vanity.
0: See, material riches, God wants to bless you with that, but you realize how much ever you have is just vanity. Solomon is writing it, and it is vanity. He built houses. He had gardens. He had ponds. He had all kinds of animals, all kind of plantations. It's nothing, just emptiness. That's where true riches come in. As a matter of fact, I can you imagine that. One Kings 4 26 and two Chronicles nine second verse and fifth verse says, he had twelve thousand chariot drivers. Can you imagine that? 12,000 chariot drivers. I don't think Bill Gates has that many drivers. I don't think Mukesh Ambani has that many drivers. 12,000 chariot drivers. That's, that's, that's his muck. That's his, that's his BMW or whatever. <laughs> Lamborghini or Ferrari or whatever. It's 12,000. We can't take care of one driver. Just paying his salary, it's like... Uh, <laughs> 12,000. That's how rich Solomon was. 12,000. Oh, hallelujah. 12,000. Remember that? 12,000. Wow. I just had one super bike, you know, one super bike. And just keeping the battery fresh or keeping it warm. (laughs) It still became like, oh my God, I have to keep riding here. 12,000 chariots. Over 4,000 you know stalls for his horses can you imagine that and he says this is all vanity emptiness nothing nothing is nothing well super bikes can give you a high but not as high as the most high your relationship with God It's true that a smoke a drink can give you a high but not as great as the one that you have when you're filled with the Holy Spirit Uh, when you have Jesus Christ as your Lord Uh, open your mouth and say Lord give me true riches Uh, let me give me true riches Lord let me have true riches Lord when you study Ecclesiastes Solomon comes to one understanding it says the pursuit of God is the highest priority of life the pursuit of God I gotta keep pursuing the Lord I said to the Lord Lord give, give me fresh hunger for Jesus every day let me never get up tomorrow with us today's hunger let me not be satisfied Let me be poor in the spirit where there is a holy dissatisfaction. You know, where I need more of the Lord. I need to seek him more. I need to read the word and be hungry to eat of his word. Some people are so poor that all they have is money. Some people are so poor that all they have is money. No peace. No family. No friends no character no future nothing all they have is money may that not be your story may that not be our story lift your head and say lord let that not be our story lord help us to have the highest pursuit the pursuit of a living god Oh, thank you jesus you are a good shepherd Rai Amen. Luke 12, 16 to 20. Look at that. Luke six, 12, 16 to 20. I think it is 12. Luke 12, 16 to 20.
1: And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods.
0: And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Eat, drink and be merry. Twentieth verse. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. See, there's nothing wrong with having treasures here, but bigger than that, true riches, rich towards God. You've given more for the kingdom, for the gospel, for the work of God. You've done more. than building your career and your life. There are people who, you know, give up everything to buy the latest phone. Give up everything. There are people who give up everything to buy a car or whatever. They'll give up everything. There are people who live to show others. Public image, but private dissatisfaction. Never forget this. When you refuse to pursue material things, it will pursue you. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and should lose his soul? True riches. Is that you're rich towards God? You have life eternal inside of you. Nothing else matters. You know, last week, you know, when the Afghanistan crisis happened, you know, we were speaking with a pastor there, Pastor Mohammed. Nine pastors under him. His eldest daughter was taken away. Crying, we were overwhelmed. All that he asked was for courage and boldness to stand faithful to Jesus. To stand faithful to Jesus. Because he said, I'll meet my daughter on the other shore to be faithful to Jesus. It's true riches to be faithful to the Lord. True riches is the abundance of grace, abundance of God's wisdom, knowledge, and true riches is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Nothing more valuable than that. It doesn't matter how good looking you are, or, you know. the most expensive suit that you have or the jewelry that you wear or the latest phone look mommy I got the latest phone iPhone 11 the latest car it doesn't matter all is vanity all is vanity there's nothing wrong with using all that relationship with Jesus eternal life salvation rich towards God enjoying God's grace and walking in the anointing step into it tonight let go the past surrender to the Lord and say Jesus I want to step into true riches when you stop pursuing everything else and follow after the Lord The Lord said, seek ye first my kingdom. Everything else will be added unto you. Everything will follow you. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight.